This is the only time that I wish that the microphone is off. You know, good morning, church. You know, once a year, I get this beautiful upgrade at CCC when I come on stage, where I'm actually hands-free. There's no microphone in my hand. You know, um, I was up here a year ago, and the Lord is good, has been good. One year ago, I talked about my investment plan, about spending time with God and family. And praise God, it has been a very, very fruitful year. You know, um, we, Rosie and I, we, we lead a small group. And throughout the whole of last year, we have been studying the book of Psalms. And um, this morning, we, we are most, or I'm most uh, grateful to, to our, our Lord that I'm given this opportunity to share with you one of the Psalms, Psalm 127, that we, our small group uh, did a couple of weeks ago. Uh, but before we do so, uh, let's pray together. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Father, you, you are an amazing God. Uh, we praise you for your, for your glory, for your majesty. We praise you for, for being everything. We thank you for the gift of Jesus. We thank you for eternal life. We thank you for this uh, family of brothers and sisters. And we thank you for the opportunity to be able to worship you and learn your word here in Beijing. Father, may, may my words, my thoughts, my expressions this morning be pleasing to you, and that it will bring glory and honor to your name. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's kind of roll back the clock a little bit to middle of December. I was looking forward to spending a lot of uh, time with my family and going back to Singapore and stuff like that. And then I brought Rosie. She had, uh, had a toothache. And I brought her to Beijing United here at Pinnacle Plaza. And I was ready to make big plans for 2013. You know, as usual, I have my iPhone with me and my iPad. And as Rosie was in there with, uh, with the dentist, having things done to her, I was making my big plans. So I took out my iPad and I was scrolling and I was like, oh man, what a great year, 2012. You know, I was really, really busy. And right in front of my eyes, November disappeared. December disappeared. My whole calendar got wiped out right in front of my eyes. It was only days later that I found out due to a technical glitch within the family that everything got wiped out. But it was literally wiped out. Everything that I had on my iPad, on my iCloud, and iCloud talked to each other, iPad and iPhone, right? Everything was gone. So, thank you, Father. My 2012 is a clean slate. 
because I thought it was all mine. My work, my success. So it was all wiped out. You know, and, and it got me thinking. As we start 2013, we are into really uncertain times, aren't we? Anybody disagree with that, that we are in certain times? Who knows exactly what is going to happen next month? End of the year. We are in uncertain times. Recession in Europe. Big turmoil in the U.S. Uh, I'm not referring to the winter storms that you guys had but a lot of upcoming turmoils, unrest here in North Asia. Things are just blowing up everywhere, blowing up everywhere. You know, but these are the big macro pictures. But down to our levels, times are worrying too. What about our jobs? Will our companies downsize? What if my family relocate and I got to go to a new school? How about my health? My last health screening wasn't too good. What if and if and if? And all this is going to impact the time that we have for God and for our family. I think it's going to be like my iPad experience again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you guys are now synchronizing with me, huh? But it's still not working. Could we have the next page, please? Oh, yeah. Now it's working. Uh, the words are a little bit small, but I'm going to be reading out to you. Uh, I'm going to do it in two parts. Psalm 127. It left a big, big impression on, on our small group and especially on me. I'm going to read first verse 1 to 2. Unless the Lord builds the house, its builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchmen guard in vain. In vain, you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. For he grants sleep to those he loves. Verses 1 and 2 is pretty straightforward, but there's much more to that. The precondition is the Lord builds the house. Precondition is the Lord guards or watches over the city. And when he does that, in the New English translation is even stated, he provides for those he loves even when they sleep. Well, boy, I love my sleep. Isn't it great that when you sleep, the Lord is providing for you? Well, it's not a call for us to kind of take it easy. No, that is not, not the point here. The point here is that it has to be God-driven. My and your plans for 2013 has to be God-driven. It has to be His work, His hands. His provision, if not all, is in vain. You know, we, 
we are successful, aren't we? We are successful. We've been so blessed. And that's usually when the danger comes. We, we start to believe in our own intelligence, our own physical strengths, our own capabilities. But the Lord is very clear. Here he says to us, You may say to yourself, My power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember, the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth and so confirms His covenant which He swore to your forefathers as it is today. We always remember it is God that gives us this ability. And the more uncertain the times as mere mortals, what usually do we do? We have backup plans. Right? 2013, man, stock market is moving up again. Yeah. I got to work harder. Mm, I have to make sure I have a second property or a third. Mm, I'm going to make sure we do something so that there's something for the rainy day. So we toil more. Right? We toil more. Yeah? And as we toil more, we always fall into this trap that Jesus clearly warned us again in Matthew Six, yes. Oh, somebody was reading. Very good. Uh, here's a bonbon for you. <laughs> Matthew 6, verses 19 to 21. Jesus told his congregation, told his disciples, do not, do not store up for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For while your treasure is, there your heart lies. So, what are treasures in heaven? What are treasures in heaven? You know, I struggle with this question. What are treasures in heaven? You know, uh... Is there going to be a pebble beach up there? Yeah, uh, Mercedes. Yeah, my Aston Martin, which I've been dreaming about. No, actually, it's the 911 Carrera. You know, are these treasures in heaven? No. What we offered this morning, giving back to God, our tithe, this is one of the treasures in heaven. Yeah. The other, there's more to that. Treasures in heaven is our acts of obedience to God. Obeying Him. So Psalm 127 basically taught me that I need to trust and obey God. I need to trust and obey so that my plans for 2013 are certain. And what is trust, actually? According to the Oxford Dictionary, trust is a firm belief in the reliability, 
truth or ability of someone or something. Relations have to be built on trust. You know, I always have this image, you know, we, we fathers, yeah? uh, most of us are fathers or to-be fathers. I always remember playing with my daughters that I was leave her up and throw her up and she trusts that I will catch her. Right? Or you know your dad is going to catch you when you were a kid. My daughter and I, we were up on the London Eye. Uh, how many of you are up on the London Eye? Well, if you have not been to London, there's another place nearer, which is Singapore. There's a Singapore Eye. Yeah, there's a special package from Singapore Airlines. Yeah, visit beautiful Singapore. When you get on the Singapore Eye or the London Eye, you see the whole city. But basically, it's about 30 stories up there. So can you imagine getting stuck on the London or the Singapore Eye? And they say, emergency, emergency. And there's these fire guys, fire brigade below with a big mattress. And they say, you got to jump. But up on the London Eye, that mattress is this big. <laughs> it takes trust to take that leap, that jump. This is the trust God wants us to have in Him. Jeremiah chapter 17, verses 7 to 8 to us very, very clearly. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Isn't this wonderful? Jesus is the living water. You will always, we will always be nourished. We will always be fruitful. We will always be producing fruit. There will be no drought. There might be less to eat, but there will be no drought. You know, the uncertain times bring us down. They will bring us down, but God will provide. God will provide. Even in the next chapters in the scriptures, in Lamentations, Jeremiah told us again, the Lord is good to those whose hope is in Him, to the one who seeks Him. You know, I'd like to refer you to the sermon last week by Tom before he left for sunny Thailand, when he says, seek the face of our Lord, and He shall be there for you. Seek the face of our Lord. Huh? You know, I can only say that after my iPad incident, I, I prayed to God and I said, God, my 2013 plan is yours. I trust that you will fill it with your activities. I know Steve Jobs is no longer around, 
I will not hold him responsible for that glitch, but God, you fill up the plan. It may not be there physically or visibly in front of me, but you fill it up. Fill it up with meaningful activities. How about obey? What is obey? Obey in the Oxford Dictionary states, submit to the authority of someone or comply with a law. And even in the Oxford Dictionary, it says, I always obey my father. As an example, wow. Do we always obey our father? I, I tell my daughter, no internet until your work is finished. My wife tells me, no golfing on Sunday. Jesus tells me, we have to give. We have to serve. We have to humble ourselves. We have to love our neighbors. You know that guy that drives the Porsche at 60 kilometers past your front gate and who haunts because his mate did not come to open the door for him on time? I have to love him. Tough, huh? Tough. You know, Saul was a was a was a pretty good king, right? But even he disobeyed God. And here in First Samuel chapter fifteen, verse twenty-two. Oh, get back, okay. Uh, that that wasn't part of the <laughs> that wasn't planned okay that wasn't planned now um, uh, father would you please forgive Josh and the rest of the audio t- <laughs> audio team yeah um, yeah so Saul was a good king but he disobeyed God told him clearly destroy everything You're supposed to destroy everything because those are not for us. But he disobeyed. He wanted to take the better portion of the plunder as a sacrifice. But God told him through Samuel, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the voice of the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice and to heed is better than the fat of rams. Interesting, isn't it? Huh? 
God just wants us to obey Him. Can you imagine? You, we tell our children, huh? No video games. And then you tiptoe into the room, and there they are doing video games. And they say, Daddy, but I, I will do two hours of household chores. I will take off the rubbish three times a day. But they still disobey. It is that black and white. In Isaiah chapter 56, verses 1 and 2, what is obedience to obey our God means? Maintain justice and do what is right, for my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, the man who holds it fast, who keeps the Sabbath without desecrating it and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Uphold justice, do what is right, keeps the Sabbath. You know, it, it would be a disservice to Apple. Oh, sorry, to Samsung, if I keep saying Apple, Apple, Apple this, Apple that. But there's Samsung too, you know, all these smart technologies. I will be the first to put up my hand and say, even on Sunday, I look at my email. I did do some office work. I did return some business calls. When we or I should be observing the day of rest in honoring God. He wants us to work hard from Monday to Saturday, and should Sunday be our day of rest and honoring God, we should rest and honor Him and basically invest our time with our families, with our loved ones, with our fellow brothers and sisters. So when are you buying me coffee on Sunday? <laughs> okay, I'm running out of time. Next topic. <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and hold it fast and do what is right. You know, I, I mentioned about Jesus asking us to love, to serve, to, to humble ourselves. But there's one most, most important commandment to us. As recorded in Matthew 28, verse 19. When Jesus tells us to go out and make disciples of all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. 24 7. This should be what we should be doing to make disciples of all nations. 
then the Lord's kingdom will come for everybody. So basically that's verses 1 and 2. I'm going to now read from verse 3 to 5. Uh, Sons are heritage from the Lord. Children are reward from Him. Like arrows in the hands of a warrior are sons born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their enemies in the gate. Relationships. You know, children, I'm going to kind of expand this topic a little bit. Children, our children are a reward from God for trusting and obeying Him. I'm going to expand it to children of God, our brothers and sisters, and our children. It's about relationships. It's all about relationships. What do you guys see here? It's a beautiful, beautiful garden, huh? Beautiful lawn. Every time when I see a picture like this, it reminded me of a chicken soup series of story. You know chicken soup? Huh? Chicken soup for the soul. A story, and it's a true story. And... Uh, Fortunately for me, I read this many years ago when my kids were still pretty young. This old gentleman sat in his armchair, looked out to his beautiful, well-manicured lawn, and tears will always come down his eyes. Because for years, he told his children, Don't touch my lawn. Don't you guys dare go trampled on it. No, 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 no. Years later, when the children are grown up, off to college, the house is quiet. Tears came down because he regretted not having fun with his kids on that lawn. Everything was still perfect, but there was no perfect memory of him and his children. The next Psalm 128, verses 1 to 3. Blessed are all who fear the Lord, who walk in His ways. When we obey Him, you know, the, the word fear doesn't mean we, you know, we, we kind of like, uh, you know, get so afraid of God. No, the word fear is about revere, re- about obeying. Fearing our Lord means obeying Him. That's all He wants. And we obey Him, He fills everything up. Our relationships. Our children, our brothers and sisters. That perfect lawn doesn't matter. It could be all be strewn with litter and all that. We can pick it up later. 
but we have so much fun with the people around us. And in verse 3, your sons, our children, our brothers and sisters would be like olive shoots around our table. Because these are the only thing that we can take to heaven. This is, this is the only treasure that we have. Yeah, here I, I humbly uh, and proudly, hey, humbly and proudly doesn't go together, do not go together. <laughs> okay, I humbly and uh, uh, show you guys uh, three photos of uh, my three girlfriends, uh, my two daughters and my, and, uh, my girlfriend that I've been together for about 23 years. You know, the, the, these are my olive shoes. They are my olive shoes. But the most beautiful part of 2012 is that God gave me the opportunity. You know, it was not about how many contracts I did, how many, how many assignments, how many new accounts I got. So every time an assignment came out, I say, God, I'm going to trust you that this will be a good account. If it's not yours, if it's not to be yours, I trust you, just eliminate it. And he has wonderfully provided me with the opportunity to work with so many wonderful children of his. Not all of them has known Jesus, but many have started to get to know Jesus. And I'm, also, I'm just taking the first step the first couple of steps to really rally around his great commission, which is to go out and make disciples of all nations. As we close, I would like to raise a couple of questions and reflections and challenge each and every one of us. What goals do we have for 2013? What goals? Go home and pray about it during a quiet time on Sabbath day and think about this. In 2013, are we trusting God to take the steering wheel? Are we trusting Him with our iPads, with our Galaxy S3, with our iPhone 5? Are we trusting somebody said no? No, no, no. But actually, in uh, which part of the U.S. do you come from? Oh, Texas. Maybe in Texas, it's just like some parts of India. This means yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, are we trusting God to take the steering wheels? Thirdly, our obedient index. I, I, I put a question mark here. I'm not going to ask you for a yes or no answer because I do struggle with it myself. Huh? God tells us to do this, this, this. Do we obey 100%? Yeah? Rate yourself on that scale there. Yeah? No pain, 
a little pain, and to that side, very painful. If our rating is on the left side, we have some serious praying to do. Or oh, your right, yeah, my left. We have some serious praying to do. Our obedience index. Now, lastly, together as a family, to, and each of us individually, to pray for God's guidance to invest our time and energy wisely. To seek the treasures of heaven, and not those that were rust and rot. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Father, we uh, we thank you for uh, for for you, for Jesus. We thank you for His sacrifice on the cross. Uh, we thank you for for that our sins are redeemed and um, uh, that we are accepted as your children. But Father, as we uh, as we as we move. Uh, as we leave uh, this morning, uh, Father, we just ask for your blessings uh, uh, that you make our plans very clear for us uh, in 2013 and moving forward. Uh, Father, that, uh, that you reach out and touch each and every one of us, that the two words that will always stand out will be to trust and to obey you. And that the treasures that we seek shall be yours, heavenly treasures. And that it will be through our relationships with brothers and sisters, with fathers and mothers, with sons and daughters. Father, that you, that you always uh, just be there to hold us, to catch us, and to pull us out when our obedience index it's not a hundred percent. Father, should we fall, we ask for your forgiveness. But we know you will always be there for you love us. All this we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.